0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Aesthetic Strength Podcast.
1: You got it wrong. Is that what you say? (laughs) You got it wrong. (laughs) Or even the Aesthetic Strength Podcast.
0: Simon Johnson Fitness Podcast. Please leave me a five-star review.
1: (laughs) This is just take the piss out of Simon (laughs) episode. No,
0: welcome back to the podcast. There she is.
1: (laughs) Anna's taking the reins today. Taking
0: the reins. I forgot what I was going to say. You got it. Uh, We're talking about our biggest fitness mistakes and as coaches, what we believe are the other fitness mistakes that people make. I said that wrong. I get really nervous. You're cool. (laughs) Cool. Right, what's your biggest fitness mistake in your journey? What's the biggest thing that you fucked up on?
1: I fucked up a lot of things. Yeah,
0: I know one of the things that you fucked up. You dieted into a holiday.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a side tangent, but never diet into a holiday. Terrible.
0: Terrible mistake.
1: Di- dieting to two weeks all inclusive.
0: Yeah, and you went hard on that diet. You appealed to I, I, it. I, I,
1: I was absolutely dick skin thin shredded, but I gained a stone. It's dick dick skin thin. Dick thin. Dick skin thin.
0: Oh. What about <laughs> all mums listening to this?
1: What about if your no. mum's
0: listening
1: to this? <laughs> so? Dick skin. Dick skin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I gained a stone in two weeks. Yeah, a stone yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, that's pretty Good hard, effort.
0: that. Well, we were watching that thing last night, we? and Tommy Fury his um, game was it four? Three, three, stone,
1: three, three stone in four, stone four weeks. In four weeks.
0: That's, not, that's not
1: great. That's 21. He was
0: forcing weeks. that food in. He did a, was it a sad dungeon? Yeah, he did a YouTube with Eddie Hall, didn't he? Mm. He does not eat eight Krispy Kreme donuts a day. I'm not having it. I think he was doing it for sure. But he had gained some timber. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Fluffy. Fluffy. But my, the biggest mistake I ever made in my journey, I always trained pretty well because I came from a sporting background, strength conditioning. Always trained consistently. Trained pretty hard as well and of good quality.
0: Not right, perfect. But nutrition. Definitely nutrition. Not, definitely
1: not perfect. I was, especially when I was younger, always of the belief that if i just trained hard or did more training, I'd get the results that I wanted. Yeah. So I, I essentially thought I could out-train my diet and... Uh, anyone who's tried it will know <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Like, if you look at uh I did the half Ironman not that long ago, and how many calories did I burn during that? But anyway, it was six hours of exercise. Was it like 4,000? Yeah, like, 4, no, it
0: wasn't 000. even like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, because I think I, when I did my marathon, I burnt like 2,700 and I annihilated my soul. Yeah. But that, like in turn that's not actually that much because you could just eat that. Like what is it? Is it a, a Domino's pizza? Like the sauce two, is like, like fourteen hundred calories in yeah. it. If you had a Domino's
1: pizza, it's like two thousand. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's
1: you without, got to run a whole marathon
0: sauce. to eat a Domino's pizza. That's
1: without the sauce. That's without the 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 cookies that come after it and the Ben and Jerry's. And yeah,
0: that's man. This, this
1: is the thing. Like, it, like even like a full Iron Man, you might burn ten thousand calories in a day, but. You can't do an Ironman every day. You <laughs> can't do a half Ironman but every that's day. That's 13 hours of
0: exercise, it's isn't just,
1: it? It's just simply not going to happen. Um, if your nutrition isn't aligned with your goals, if you're wanting to lose body fat and get leaner, if you're not in a calorie deficit, you won't see the results. If you're wanting to stay in shape and your calories are way too high, guess what? You're going to gain loads of body fat. Yeah. Um, I just didn't pay enough attention to it. and I would honestly now say, as a coach and helping loads of people, I would say to our clients, that like, you can train fairly well like you can train okay as long as you train consistently and you're getting a bit stronger if your program's pretty shit but you've got amazing nutrition you will get still get pretty freaking good results
0: yeah i think that i think that's it's, it's a hard one though isn't it because it's, it's like it ends up being the mistake but it's because it's actually hard to know isn't it like mm. i'm an active person or not i've maintained my weight for ages but I do like 15,000 steps a day. Well, between 13 and 15. I'm not actually some, like consistently, No, it's always Drinking over 13. Enjoy. And I train, I train like an animal. Mm. I do. I actually train really well. You do. I push myself like, oh, I can rack up a calorie burn and 700 calories in a weight workout. But I still, I still have to monitor my food, don't I? I have to be really careful, of course, because it's easy, it's so easy to gain body fat. So easy to gain body fat. I've always done that many steps, like, for the last, not always, the last couple of years. And I've, I've gained, I gained after my diet, I gained a couple of kilos really easily, like, super easy. And it's, I think it's, a, it's just, a, I think people make, it's the mistake people make because it is a hard one to know. They underestimate the amount of, that you can eat. I think people think that they can eat a lot more than they can. It's a horrible place, horrible well, your, world.
1: Your nat- natural <laughs> appetite. Ninety-nine percent of people's natural appetite is higher than their maintenance.
0: Yeah, and it, it's just it's it's a desire for food, next it tastes so good.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it also comes down to the quality of the food that people are eating as well, because if you're eating, if you are eating good, whole quality foods, like they can be a lot more filling and a lot of satiating. Yeah, but and slightly like lower calories. But Easter I eggs think, great. Easter eggs is great. Pudding bowls. Um, <laughs> but people, I think for me, is when it slips past that kind of 80-20, even yeah. when you're maintaining or main gaining. Um, if it slips past, like we say, aim 80% good quality whole foods, 20% enjoy some flexibility. As soon as it creeps past that, let's say it's an extra 20%, all of a sudden it's so much more calorie dense for the food that you're eating. So the, the, how much higher your calories end up is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's, it's, I think the, ch- the challenges are obviously normally when you've lost weight, and then you're trying to, or you're trying to lose, well, no, all of it, isn't it, yeah, really? All of it. But it's, it's yeah. under, I think most of the, the challenge that people have is like the understanding and knowing how many calories are in food, like that's the biggest barrier, isn't it? Yeah. Like massively, and it, it's just not being aware of how many calories are in it and that yeah. that becomes a problem because you don't feel like you're eating a lot, but you're like, why is my weight going up? Why is my weight not going down?
1: That's exactly where I was and now I say there's only two things that people, re, two reasons that people end up in the positions they are. They either don't know what's in food or they or they don't make the right decisions. But if you don't know what's actually in the food, how can you make the right decision? Yeah. So it comes back to like knowledge is power. If you know what's in the food, then you're empowered with the information to be able to make the right decision. But if you're still not making the right decisions, then that comes down to you need support and accountability to be able to implement.
0: Yeah, and you understand it. What do you think Like, was the, the biggest one when you were younger? Was it that you just didn't know, you didn't understand how many calories were in food or were you purposely a bit oblivious to it because you enjoy food?
1: Well, I just I think because I trained so much when I was younger, I could kind of get away with it, but I never saw the results that I wanted to, and the emphasis wasn't put on nutrition for me. It was yeah. always just fucking train, 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 and it was just like make sure you're eating enough, make sure you eat enough, and then I love my mum and dad and everything like that, but they grew up their parents from the occupation. It was like you can't leave the table till you finish what's on your plate. So it's like ingrained into me that if it's on your plate, it you gets eaten.
0: Yeah, you were known if, as like even, the boy even, used to eat as well, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was
1: literally like I used to get introduced to my, my, my grandparents introduced me, oh this is my grandson, he's got a hell of an appetite. Yeah. So it was like a, almost like an identity. It was like a, a positive reinforcement every every time I ate so much that someone wouldn't go, this is Oh is a bit my emotional. God. emotional. <laughs>
0: um
1: Yeah, that's that'd be a good podcast for another day though actually. What was what? the
0: diving deep into Simon's head?
1: Oh yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Won't get very far.
1: Um how about you? What's the biggest mistake you've made?
0: Mine is, I don't know how to. Mine was, my biggest fitness mistake was um, thinking that I was like above recovery. And I know that'd be, most people would be like, oh, they listen to this. But that's exactly that. Like, if you're literally listening to this and you're like, oh, that's boring, it's not exciting, that's exactly my point. Is that I used to train as hard as I do now, um, especially when you used to go to CrossFit. I was training at CrossFit and I was going to the gym. And then I wanted to start learning running. So, like, the amount of impact that was going for my body, you know, the, the muscle tightness, the soreness, the DOMS, I thought that I was above the recovery. And I was like, I don't need to do that. I'm fine. I've always trained. I'm strong. I'm fit. Like, I don't... It's not going to get me. And then, bang, it fucking got me. And it wiped me out of lower body training for a year. And I just... I learned my lesson hard from that. Like, it is... Like, no-one is above the recovery. And when I talk about the recovery, I'm talking about... Spending ten minutes post session stretching and foam rolling, like it's as it's actually, as minimal actually, as that. Actually warming up. Actually warming up for few ones I put up a post yesterday. Uh, so many people were like, "Oh no, I don't do that." And then you know oh, I'm running, but I've got knee pain because you're not warming up because your muscles are tight. But again, of course, it's just a lack of understanding and knowledge. But personally, like that was I knew about it. Across fit, they were like, "Stay do the." And i went, like, no, "No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine."
1: Sorry, I'm busy. I've got. To yeah,
0: and then I'll go to the gym, train legs. And it was just, I was, yeah, I just thought I was above it And I, I d- did my patellas in. And I, I literally could barely walk. Like, like, I literally woke up one day and I had, like, pins and needles all down my legs. And I just, I could barely walk. Like, it was so painful. It was agony. And I didn't know what was wrong until we aged to get diagnosis. It was fucking shit. Oh, it was so shit. So shit. And I lost, like, so much strength. Ah. Oh. The booty game. Yeah, I lost. A bit. I actually, had massive quads. I did lose a bit of muscle, and I was actually quite happy about that. But yeah, every, it was a every, massive
1: every cloud. Yeah,
0: it was a massive learning lesson. Like, and it, it was a horrible lesson to learn. But I feel like sometimes you have to do it. Like, the, you know, no matter how many times people tell you to warm up, you're still like, oh, I don't need to do that. I can't be bothered. I'm busy. But I always say to our, our clients, like, imagine. The four months that you then can't spend doing the thing, you know, or for me, it was nearly a year.
1: Can you live with the downside?
0: Can you live with the downside? I know that you're busy, but everyone's like, think about the amount of time you spend on Instagram. If you just spend 10 minutes of that doing your phone rolling, the girls are so bored of listening to me, but they all train exactly how they want to train. They avoid injury. As soon as someone gets a bit of knee pain and might like, do this, you know, these stretches, spend more time phone rolling, bang, pains are going. You know, and we're feeling good. So, yeah, it was a sad what's lesson the, to learn, that one.
1: The, there's a phrase or a quote? It's like, prevention is better than cure.
0: You call it prehab, don't you? Prehab, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's staying it's ahead of the injuries, because... You
0: know, oh, I, they suck. I it's, it's so shit, especially when you've got to a point where you're like, I love my training. Like, you know, if you get to a point where you're just starting to learn to run or you just weight training you're starting to feel really good with it, that's the most likely time that you're going to get the injury as well. And it's not even, like, injuries, like, you know, muscle tightness is... It's so painful and uncomfortable, isn't it, sometimes, mm-hmm. and will prevent you from training. So it's not even the fact that you're getting like a serious injury. It's the fact that if your quads are too tight, it's going to pull over your knee and you're not going to be able to squat and you're going to be upset that you can't do that. And I think that was... I underestimated how much I valued training mm. and how sad I would be when I didn't have it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so got sad. got a hench upper body,
0: though. Oh, yeah. I did a five-day upper split. Oosh. I actually have got a sick upper body
1: all doubts. i want anna's real i dealt. like
0: it i'm I happy anna's like that. rear um, <laughs>
1: that's the biggest mistake you made what's the biggest mistake you see people making oh
0: well, i wrote this down
1: yeah
0: i've got so many things in my mind
1: we could this is one that we could go on and on and on and
0: on and oh back. um biggest mistake people make i think probably just going back to a little bit of what we spoke in the last podcast is that you think when people think that because they've worked really hard for the result it stays they don't realise the biggest mistake people make Rick, is they get so complacent in thinking that they can just keep the result. Good results are fucking hard work to keep. And I feel like that. Like, I'm, I am proud of where I am with my body, my training, my fitness. It takes a daily upkeep to keep it. Like, daily. And I think that is massively underestimated. And it goes back to our learning how to maintain. Mm-hmm. It's so underestimated because you think the minute you cross the finish line, with the fat loss, bang, done. Um, and I think that's the biggest mistake people make. It's so complacent. They're like, yeah, yeah, I deserve to keep this because I work fucking hard for it. You've got to work harder to keep it.
1: Yeah. One of, my, <laughs> one of the biggest things I love and why I love health and fitness is you can't buy it. Yeah. You cannot buy being in shape. You cannot buy being healthy. You cannot buy six-pack.
0: Naturally, genetically, some people are gifted a little bit more than others, but...
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, but you still, they still have to do some work. Like They still have to work for it. And yeah. that's the thing. If you stop paying your dues, for example...
0: Well, you lose it, yeah. Lose of course it. you do, yeah. And it's, it's well, we always With, say it's like a muscle, isn't it? Like it has to be topped up all the time.
1: You wouldn't stop paying your mortgage and expect to keep your house.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. But, go. that that is, Instagram yeah <laughs> but that is. Yeah, but that that is. I think it, it's like one of the hardest things is that people just, you know, you, you well, of course you do. And I, I know I've been there. Like I said, I've dieted and I've been like, yeah, yeah, I've got this now because things stay where they are for a couple of weeks. You start getting a bit complacent, enjoying yourself, and you're like, yeah, it's all staying the same, and then boom three kilos up and then she snowballs and it's one of the most frustrating things but even with like with strength and and fitness levels like you know i think it's underestimated like how much you do have to keep working to do it like a lot of people run a 5k don't do it for six months and then get pissed off they can't get a sub 30 minute when actually like well in a nice way do you deserve to get the sub 30 minute have you been working hard and consistently for it no
1: turn up put a penny in the old piggy bank. Penny in the piggy bank. Penny in the piggy bank. I've got my feet so, on so... <laughs> tell me off of that. Um, okay how do people fix that or oh, what's the one piece of advice you would give if someone's making that mistake?
0: Um, t- like it's it's so hard is I think also like when you go into the diet, mentally prepare yourself for the next part. So mm. a lot of the time obviously you go into you know whether you do it with a coach, you do it your own do it a programme, you go into a diet thinking, okay when I've done the diet I'm done. That's just the start. So mentally prepare yourself before that that bit after the diet is going to take some work it's going to take some grit some determination and putting as much effort into that next bit as you did the first bit will solidify because you know when people join our team we say to them like the diet is one bit maintaining is the next you know so we look at it as like a three-part journey after you maintain we get really strong get fast fit but think about it as this. And I say to them, like, you're not finished when you finish your diet and you don't leave us when you finish your diet. So we paint that picture for people when they start. And I think actually, you know, if you're doing this on your own and it's going well, amazing, really happy for you. But don't waste all that hard work that you've put in. You know, I say to people that work with us, don't waste the money you've just paid us. Because you've, you've paid us this money you've put all this time and invested in. And then when you get to the end if you just fuck it all off. It's just wasted your money. But yep. like, I the, try and put it that because people time. think about money more than they appreciate yeah.
1: people themselves. Buy, people buy it. Well, it's even more than that. You could go, what's someone's hourly rate? Let's say they earn 20 pound an hour and they spend three hours a week in the gym for 24 weeks. Yeah. It's nearly a hundred hours, a hundred times 20.
0: It's a lot of maths for me.
1: It's a lot of maths, but then the cost. Like you've literally wasted that. Not only wasted your time, which is probably the most precious commodity, you wasted a shitload of money.
0: Yeah, and Um, but just because it's the lack of understanding, like that is the most valuable little bit. That's the money,
1: but the emotional standpoint on it as well. Like I've been there and yo-yoed, and every time you yo-yo and you look at yourself in the mirror, you go fucking did it again you dick
0: yeah and then you've got to go through the process of getting it again so mm-hmm. you know it's just making sure you've got support and knowledge and understanding of what to do at that next bit as well mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely
0: what's yours what do you think is the biggest mistake
1: I'm going to keep mine short and concise um, mine is everyone just thinks more is better mm-hmm. it's not okay. especially when you first start, start out in fact one of the another mistake that I made was actually thinking that I had to do everything and it would give me more results had to eat more I'd gain more muscle, had to lower calories, I'd lose fat quicker, had to do more in the gym, it would give me quicker results. Mm. When in fact, the actual goal should be to do as little as possible, but still get the outcome you want to. Because when, then you then, when you then do hit that plateau, because it's inevitable you will hit a fat loss plateau, muscle building plateau, strength plateau, you've got ammunition and stuff that you can implement. Because if you're training six days a week, you're doing 7K steps, blah, 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 and you hit a plateau, it's like, ah, what the fuck do I do now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to, like, that that's never ends up being sustainable either because no. if you do everything, like you said, you've, you've taken all the eggs out of your basket and you often can't actually sustain it for exactly. long enough to actually do it for, for the time you want anyway.
1: Less is more. The the best result I ever got from my own training was from three sessions a week and then I'd have an optional, fit, uh, optional fourth if I wanted to go and get a little pump on and do some beach muscles. Yeah, best results, and ninety percent of my clients who get the best results do a similar split. Yeah, and then it gives them more time to focus on their nutrition because we know that nutrition is going to be the biggest levers that are going to allow you to get results. Yeah, and it means they get to spend time socializing, blah blah blah, blah and it never becomes hard. Yeah, anything. You're yeah, and you
0: things. can work over like over like you know I I, lo- I love training six seven days a week. Yeah, and you train nearly every day, but that's something that you've progressed to over time, and I think it's really easy to go. Well. I want to do that much. Because I want X result, but also it's like yeah, like you said, like let it compound. Like I remember when I first started the gym, twice a week was like yeah, it's a massive deal. Of course it is because it's a massive change. So it's just like yeah, like you said, like allow yourself to grow into it. That's that's exciting because you're like oh, I'm adding another gym day, but you're ready for it and you're excited for it rather than like you said, feeling forced.
1: All about the progress, step by step, brick by brick, layer by layer.
0: It's like a uh, trifle.
1: Mm, Trifle. Layers. (laughs) Well, we'll wrap this one up because to keep it short sharp as joe parish would say short sharp shot in the arm of inspirational motivation on a monday morning oh yeah i know intense. it's a mar- mouthful <laughs> um i'm gonna say it again Leave was a five-star review <laughs> <laughs> right. um drop a shout on instagram give us both a tag at simon johnson fitness train with anna
0: train obviously. with underscore anna
1: got it wrong get again. it right got it wrong again so and funky. uh we will see you in the next episode Bye, Felicia.